Welcome to After the Bell. I'm Zach Foreman. Okay, it is Tuesday the 24th when we're recording this, and that means last night we had another Board of Trustees meeting. So we are joined today by our Board Observer, Sue Darden. Sue, how are you this morning? Good, Zach. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah. Uh, Before we dive into the board meeting, Sue, I did want to just take a a brief moment to just kind of discuss uh, one of the reasons why I wasn't at the board meeting last night was because we were at our local lobby day down at the Capitol. And this is the second Monday in a row that we have had a large group of West Data Education Association members down at the Capitol building having conversations with local legislators and, and really trying to move move the ball forward on the legislative front. And I just thought it might be a good idea to just do a little recap with you because you had joined us on the 16th on Martin Luther King Jr. Day to, uh, to be there on the IEA Educator on the Hill Lobby Day. And uh, I figured we could just have a, a brief discussion just to like make sure that people knew what we were up to and and kind of got the the basic rundown of of what happened so um what are your recollections or or what what did you think of of the IEA lobby day on the 16th I was very impressed we had some great conversations um with legislators and I really was impressed with the number of people that showed up from West Data and I'm hoping that if uh, members are interested, they would consider attending next year because it's a chance for you to really tell your story and um, get that one-on-one time with some of them. I think we had on that first lobby day, we had meetings with like at least 16 legislators. Uh, the, on the IEA lobby day, we were kind of bound to just speak with legislators from our region mostly, and then some of the education committee, either the Senate or the House Education Committee members as well. Um, but uh, I know basically yesterday yesterday at the local lobby day, we were much more free reign to just basically talk with anyone because we were the only local association at the Capitol building and uh, could make meetings with whoever we want. And yesterday, we met with 25% of the House and 10% of the Senate, uh, which is pretty incredible looking at, at my list of, of the folks that we met with. In addition to, we had a 20-minute a sit-down with the governor and a 20-minute sit-down with Debbie Critchfield, the new superintendent of public instruction. So we had a heck of a day yesterday and um, a lot of conversations with the people that, you know, we... We have a lot of education-friendly representatives and senators in the at the state house, but there are also a lot that either we don't know or they have kind of like a a back and forth history as to how they vote on education-related issues. And we had a lot of those important discussions and and really talked about funding for schools. You know, a lot of people think that uh, that we in in education are just kind of like always going to want more and more. What does it mean to be adequately funded or what does it mean to be fully funded? Some educators or some legislators argued to us that we would never be fully funded because there was always something else to to spend on education. And, um, you know, just just fighting for that 
adequately funded and and making making sure that we have competitive pay for teachers and a livable wage for classified support staff and trying to get our some some thoughts in or some considerations uh, about education savings accounts or voucher like programs anything that ultimately kind of siphons off some of that public funds to private schools and uh, had a number of of arguments with folks. I mean, not uh, productive arguments. We didn't. We made sure, and we we talked with all of our folks beforehand to to make sure that everything was was civil and and kept at a low emotional level. So all I don't think we went away making any enemies or anything. Just having important discussions about important issues facing our field, and it was it was a wonderful day. We had about twenty people yesterday. And everyone after the fact, uh, even those that came into the day saying, you know, this is not within my, when in my wheelhouse, I, I, this is out of outside of my comfort zone were, had spoken in multiple meetings and were really positive on the day. So we really, really hope to make this a, a tradition and, uh, hope that people will keep an eye out for lobby day next year, but it's not too late to be involved this year. As as some of the issues come up, we'll be sending out kind of calls to action about emailing or calling your representatives or, or senators um, as big issues, big votes come up. And we really hope that people will take those seriously and be involved how and when they can. So that's awesome. Let's go ahead and dive into the board meeting last night, Sue. So uh, I hear tell that you might have... Uh, been a sole audience member. That's right. Except after uh, Lake Hazel Elementary left, because they, they had students there doing the pledge, so they had a lot of parents there. Once the pledge was over and they left, I was the only person who did not work at DSC who was left in the room. And why do you think that's significant, Sue? Is that significant at all? Um, I think it's it's going back to the way it used to be. Uh, COVID, you know, we're not really worried about that anymore. And uh, I thought there might be somebody there because they were approving one policy on library uh, resources. But um, I guess people just don't care. And, you know, right now their things are okay, which is actually really good for West Data that we're not making the news like Caldwell. Yeah. But some some big decisions were happening last night. So, you know, would hope that some people were paying more attention or or being a little more involved when these big decisions are happening. But um, if we're not involved, we don't really get to complain about it afterwards because this is how the system works. This is how they make those big decisions. So ultimately, if you are upset by some of the things that we talk about here in a moment, um, I would urge you to to really be paying attention to those those agendas when they drop on Fridays and pay attention to the the news updates or the, the WEA updates that we send out about some of these important issues as far as we and as we know that they're coming up. But um, so how did how did meetings start? Dr. Bubb and his superintendent's update uh, didn't say anything, which was surprising, except he just introduced um, the people from Rocky. So it was Rocky Mountain's turn to have their student body president and vice president speak about what they're doing. And so they shared some of the things they did, um, you know, how they show staff appreciation, trunk or treat. Uh, they're part of a Make-A-Wish um, for, they have a little kid, they're, they've raised the money to um, get him a hot tub and so they went on and then there were no patrons there to do input. Consent agenda passed uh, quickly. 
then the student transportation, which they started talking about last time, came up and they were, um, Cascade was asking for an 18% increase retroactive to uh, July 1, which is 2.3 million. And um, without a lot of discussion, because they kind of discussed that last time, uh, Jonathan answered the questions the board members had had um, about route lengths and stuff and um, talked about how they might be paying at the district expense buying mini buses where they don't need CDL licenses. Uh, mentioned the bonuses for new hires. If you have a CDL license, it's a $3,000 bonus to get hired by the district oh, wow. um, or, or by Cascade, not the district. Yeah. But then they went ahead and they approved um, the, the additional money, the 18% increased um, for Cascade. And that was unanimous. And the reason that they uh, didn't approve it last time was that they weren't sure the the full amount or what, what I forget why why was it that they had to break this meeting or this particular topic into two different meetings? The board had a lot of questions for them, especially that's when I had testified about like we have kids who wait a minimum of 15 minutes every single day and usually up to half an hour for a bus to come to pick them up. And um, so they asked some questions for Jonathan about like the route length and um, structuring of the, the routes and stuff. So um, anyway, so he brought answered those questions and then they approved it. Okay. And, and Trustee Bonetti did say he doesn't want to award bad behavior, but we have to serve the students and um, we're hoping that things will continue to improve. Right. Um, and I'm noticing as did they they really reorganize how the the agenda is run here? There, rather than having all the discussions earlier and then having the the action action section later, they're just voting to approve these things as they go one by one. Is that? Yeah, that's actually a decision they made last last week or last meeting. Um, so now they've they've structured it so once they talk about something. They take a vote and then they move on, which to me, is, they used to do it that way. Then they went where they had all the discussion and then the action at the end. So now they put it together and it will tell you on the agenda if there will be action taken on that item. So you can see if it's just discussion or a discussion and action. Okay. Yeah, I guess that, that makes more sense, I suppose. Well, they've just gone back to the way they used to do it. You know, education's like that, you know things we do something then we stop and it brings it back so yeah <laughs> kind of cycles through okay uh and then we went to talk about the the probably one of the bigger items of the night the calendar revisions and that was presented by marcus myers our chief academic officer uh what's the story there well one in the consent agenda a few months ago they they um had approved um, where we were starting, school is actually starting on the 17th of August. Teachers are coming back um, on um, Monday, August 14th. Well, when they started looking at that, there was a problem with minimum minutes for high school, especially with the AB schedule. And so they changed it. We now st will be starting on the 16th of August, which is the same day as Boise. The 11th, the 11th of August, wasn't it? The teachers start on the 11th. Students okay. start gotcha. on the 16th. Yes, okay. Okay, so students will come back on the 16th. Teachers will now come back on Friday, August 11th. That's kind of another weekend loss for them. 
And yeah, because, because we would have the 14th was a Monday, which is where we would have started. But now we'd be starting on a Friday. And so if you're traveling or whatever, you know, you'd have to be back. I mean, that's that weekend is effectively obviously you're not working on the weekend, but you have to be back for the Friday. And, and so it can definitely throw a wrench in plans. But Right. And another thing is that um, they got a lot of negative feedback about how we ended in the midweek and started midweek. Um, around Christmas vacation. So to actually because of the minutes or because of that feedback or both, um, school, it will be going until Friday, December 22nd. Um, but that means it will be the end of the semester, which will be the first time that West Data has done that. So students won't have to come back and take finals. Then teachers will return on Monday, January 8th, and students will return on Tuesday, January 9th. And there was absolutely no discussion except that um, did the minutes line up, uh, the minutes lined up for the second semester, they were okay. Um, and trustee John, or chairman Johnson wanted to clarify for people to ask why we have AB days and it's for travel for CTE programs. And then that motion was approved. So those are the dates for next year. You mean chairman Frazier? Chairman Frazier, did I say? <laughs> you said Chairman Johnson. Oh. oh, I put a J in my notes, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I and in my notes it says Chairman J. So, yeah, yeah Chairman Frazier. Oops. Um, okay. So, and, and I do want to kind of, so there are a few bad things that happened. And in the previously approved schedule for the year, we did have a teacher prep day on what, the 19th or was it the 20th? I forget. Uh, there was a no contact prep day or, you know, finalizing semester one day before the Christmas break. And then there was one coming out of the, the winter, the holiday break as well. Um, but now we only have the one after the break. But I do want to point out the fact that <clears throat> because it aligns on a, on a Friday and we go directly into a weekend, uh, we have three full weekends as well as two full weeks. And that accounts to, or that counts up to 16 days off for the break, as opposed to the 13 that we would have had otherwise, because we were missing that third weekend. Right. Right. So there, there are some, some pluses and some minuses to this definitely, but I don't really, from my reading of the issue, I, I don't think that the district had a whole lot of choice in this. I, they, because they needed those, those instructional days, um, in the calendar, they, they weren't going to be able to, you know, accreditation was a problem <laughs> and they, they couldn't not have those minutes. So they had to make them up somehow. And this is what we got to make it happen. And nobody was there to speak um, for or against it. So um, yep. it pretty much sailed right through. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, what came next? Okay, policy 202.01 is just how the uh, board members vote in executive session. And so that was just a first reading, nothing going on. Policy 602.21, a selection and reconsideration of library resources. Third reading, and basically they com they were getting rid of 602.22, which is when you relook at stuff so it's all in one place. They removed things that were operational and um, so a third reading and that one was approved. 
602.22 was then deleted. Um, 603.20, high school credits and graduation requirements. It was a second reading and they had to vote on it because um, they need to get information out to students so they can select their courses for next year. So, um, you know, people are interested, they can go read the policy. It just clar clarified everything and so they can get it out and get students enrolled. Then 603.23, the last year the legislature passed a law that students can get credit for prior knowledge. So basically the, the district has to offer students the ability to test out of classes. And so they had to get that into policy and so that's something that they're probably going to have to work on is what kind of tests are they going to give um, to students to see if they get all the credit for a class or not. Um, so that's something that will be in the works. Then policy 702.51, transportation safety, first reading and action. Um, they had something, a policy about half-day kindergarten, so that had to be removed um, since we no longer have half-day kindergarten. And then policy 704.10, trampolines and rebounding devices, PTAs and PE teachers need to look at this one. Wow. Because um, the they are um, no longer allowed. So like my school's always had a field day for elementary with the all the bounce houses and the, the inflatable slides. Well, the district um, insurance will not cover these devices anymore. Oh, They've had some accidents. Um, with some of them, high winds have taken off. Kids have been killed for different different things. So district insurance will absolutely not cover those. For clarity, not in our district, right? I mean, this is just... No, no, we haven't had accidents here. But they've had one was even in England where it took off and and like high winds and five kids were on it and they all died. Like Oof. it went sailing out. So, um, so they um, will no longer be allowed um, with some exceptions. If a students have a mini trampoline that um, they can be um, required by 504s or IEPs and some things for gymnastics can be included. Um, and the PTA and PTO can provide those, but it has to be after hours. And then Trustee Redford actually asked a good question because it said nothing, uh, no trampoline or rebounding devices that's load bearing. She asked, what about yoga balls? Right. And so Nick Smith, who was doing that, said he'd actually have to check because uh, if you really just follow that, a yoga ball is load bearing and it's a rebounding device. Yeah, it could be. I mean, those things are bouncier so, than those mini trampolines, I would say. Right. And a lot of teachers have those in their classrooms, classrooms. For yeah. Kids. Yeah, to, to help and kids who are not just on 504. So um, I would hope that they would still be allowed, but. Um, anyway, that was a good question. And so um, that was informational. It was a first reading, but it looks like that will be going through. And then um, the policy 904 school attendance zones, um, they used to have um, tuition kindergarten and that was removed. So first reading in action because they just had to clarify something we no longer offer. And then policy 1001.1 um, on school board minutes. Uh, they have to be able to appoint a temporary clerk to take minutes if the clerk is absent. And they clarified what specific information had to be re recorded on executive session of what could not be recorded. 
And so they went ahead and approved that one. And then they went into executive session and it was over. So they did all of that in under an hour, huh? A very little discussion. Yeah. It was just this, that they would present, this is what it is. Okay, one question, two questions, then approve or just go on because it was not up for vote. So they really went through a lot in a short amount of time and some stuff that really could impact people, especially, you know, when we look at, at the, um, at the calendar and um, for, you know, uh, what's field day going to look like at a lot of schools now. So, but at least they have time to plan that a whole semester anyway. Okay. Well, Sue, we appreciate you being there. Appreciate you being here with us this morning, giving us the the rundown. And uh, we'll talk with you next month. Okay, sounds good, Zach.